Big and hungry. Hey, this is Steve Byrne. Brian Callen is texting right now, but letting you know we are excited to release this episode that we filmed in Huntsville, Alabama, while you were at uh, at Stand Up Live. Uh, now, obviously, we weren't in a studio, but we were given the opportunity to film a podcast in another venue, and we had so much fun. It was a great time, but we felt that the quality was not, um, you know, equal to what we have in our own studio. Yeah. Um, but we still had such a great time. We we wanted to release it. Yeah. So we're going to release it. So we hope you enjoy this uh, kind of bonus episode. Um, and uh, yeah. It's a good one. It, it, it's, oh, a it's a good, a good one. one. But, but again, our apologies for, you know, the quality not being up to par, but the quality of the podcast supersedes the quality of the actual visual aesthetic of the, you get it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Couple of things. Welcome to the what? Big and Hungry yeah. podcast, Steve. You you uh, you want to talk? First of all, if I were you, I'd take off that windbreaker because this is going to make a lot of noise. When you hunt, yeah. When you hunt for turkey uh-huh. or any animal that can right sense you around, you don't wear nylon. Why? Because when you do this, you move your arms. Right. I can hear you. When you hunt for tail, though. Oh shit! Bang! He's back. That's what you call a classic. Burn. There it is. Steve Byrne. We are, um, I don't know if you guys can see, we're actually, uh, that's not a green screen. We're actually no. on the beach. Um, in uh, We're on the beach of... Uh, uh, Sandals, uh, Secaucus. Yeah, well, Huntsville, Alabama has some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. And if you look just, I was on that island. I went swimming out to that island and I, I, uh, I slew a seal. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, how dare you? But I slew one. It was in the water and I and I... I was I swim always with a knife, and it got a little <laughs> it got a little territorial. This is weird, and it got territorial. Yeah. And I, I I it came at me, you know, and and I don't I don't as, give it, up. as it does it's as they do when you that's swim its home. when you swim too closely to its to its pups, and this was one of a this is a sort of a big male, and they get very aggressive. Right. So what I did was I he didn't smell the alpha. I absorbed I absorbed the charge. You absorb the charge. <laughs> And I, you got to absorb the charge underwater. And this is dicey, dude. But what they're so stupid because what they don't realize is they don't have fucking arms or legs. So what I do is I, I, I absorb it. I grab him by the head. I get under his belly and then I, I snake around. Now I'm, a, now I'm on his back. And then I drew my fucking blade slowly and deliberately right. and, 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 and found its home across its, its, its throat, its seal throat. <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah. And then what I did is I always I swim with the rope and I tied, I tied it off, and I let the seal just lollygag there, dying in front of its newborns. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have to learn. But also, <laughs> I I was I was chumming the water, ah, uh, and uh, for, I got a whole bunch game. of I got a, a whole bunch of well what we call in Australia white pointers, white pointers, white pointers. Great whites, okay, okay. white sharks. They're called white pointers. Yeah, that's what the shark? that's what the Aussies say. When I was uh, in my when I used to, I was in the shark fin trade. When you would right? swim at the reef. Yeah, when I used to, I was a poacher for a long time. I mean, not poacher, but I did a lot of illegal okay. harvesting. Yeah. Of course, you did of animals, um, seal liver. Uh, okay, all right. That I that I that I freeze and then shave. I shave into my shakes. 
I wonder where you got this from. Okay, yep, and yeah. then shark fin. Yeah, shark fin soup. What you do is you, you take the shark, you just lop off their fins, and you just you just throw them back in the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't eat the rest yeah. of it. I just use their fins for soup. So um, the whole point I'm making is that as, as I was chumming the water and the sharks were coming up very close to the shore, it allowed me to take my sharp stick and poke them in their fucking eyes just so they learned. What I like to do is establish that even though I can't swim well, I'm the right. top predator of the sea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You understand? Sure. Yeah. And then I saw a fucking mermaid. And of course, one thing leads to another. I, I just heard music and, uh, and we went swimming, brother. Right, right <laughs> off there. Right off there. Yeah. After, right, yeah. I'd, after I'd rid the water of pred of 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 apex predators of right. of white sharks yeah and bull seals the water was now safe to frolic in for my mermaid and myself <laughs> okay okay all right so if yeah. you're in Huntsville Alabama if you're in Bama yeah. right now you're in Bama in Huntsville Brian's banging her mermaids no i didn't bang I mean, how you gonna, the problem is you can't have sex with a mermaid because the the, the bottom half of them is a there's fish. always a way. It's there's disgusting. A, there's always there's, there's It's all scales, sin. brother. Arthur Curry, Aquaman, his father banged a mermaid. That's how he came to life. Really? Yes. I don't know. I've never been attracted to mermaids because I'm not into, you know, fish. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not into yeah, the scent. Uh you smell like fish down there. <laughs> there you guys. <laughs> Well, you, you've always—I've always said red lobster when I, I'm there. I, I always get horny. You're like, ah, oh, that's so disgusting. Yeah. I'm like cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuits, bro. That's good. Shit. Well, I do want to welcome everybody back to um, Big and Hungry. <sighs> the 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 new podcast. Here you go. I want to welcome everybody back to the Big and Hungry podcast. We have this. We have this fucking new board. First of all, shout out to Pixel Joe. We're in, we're in Alabama. He, Pixel Joe has the largest. Basically, he's built the largest filming studio. Mm -hmm. it, I, I'm walking through this place. It belongs in L.A. I mean, it's amazing. It's so great. Pixel Joe reached out on Instagram and goes, I'm a fan. Come to your podcast here while you're in Bama. Yep. All right. And we're here on the beach. And here we are on the beach of Hunt. I go, can you set your, can you take your studio and set things up outside so that they're COVID safe? Like, That's I right. give a fuck about that. But like, can we, can we, can you put some some desks on the ribbon white sands mm -hmm. of Huntsville, Alabama. And he goes, fuck yeah. Right. Yeah. So here we are now. Now be careful though. At any point we could end up somewhere else. you never know where we're going to end up, dude. What? I'm just letting people know. You don't know where we could Things be. Things can change. We could be in a newsroom. We could no. be, we could be in a, in a multitude of, are you suggesting that this is a fucking green screen? No, man. All right. No. Well then don't say I was that. Just on that. I was just on this Island over here while you were banging mermaids and slutting seals, slitting seals throats. I was on this Island mm. over here listening to a, a, um, a Millie Vanilli cover band. I got you. Yep. I got and you. I was over there. It was, uh, it was at a, uh, a Chili's outdoor. Sure. And Oh God, where are we? We're in Rome. No, go back to the fucking we're ocean, dude. We're in Rome. No, I don't want. All, I don't want, all roads Don't start lead to, changing okay, the fuck background. It. Fuck it. All right, just keep the keep keep things consistent. I want my ocean. I was thinking you're going to go to a gladiator motif. Um, so we're we're here, uh, big and hungry. We're 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 filming remote from the beach here in uh, in Alabama. Is Bama landlocked, dude? I mean, is is yes. Huntsville landlocked? Yeah, we're landlocked. Yeah, it we're is. We're nowhere near the ocean. Nowhere. 
but we're giving the people the impression that part. Yeah, of we're on we're on we're on Lake Bama. So we're here in Alabama. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching the last few episodes. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe on YouTube, uh, iTunes. We're seeing the reviews. Thank you guys very much. And on Anchor, I believe, Brian, you have a special little shout-out to give. Well, you know what? First of all, I want to I give a shout-out to Jeff Miyamoto. Yeah. Miyamoto. Now, the Miyamoto Musashi is my wrote the Book of Five Rings, so I love the name ah. Miyamoto. Jeff Miyamoto pledged a dollar on Anchor. Here's the good news: Whoa. when you go to Anchor, when you go to Apple, yep. there's the, the, there's a link to Anchor. We can actually make money if you just pledge a dollar. Yep. If you're a listener and you like this, just pledge a dollar a month, and we get paid. Oh. So if you like us, because that's how we make money right now. We're not making money. Miyamoto is Jeff Miyamoto stepped up a dollar. If we split that, that's fifty cents. That means we can buy two stamps each. Yeah, I, okay. I, at some point, I wonder how much money we'd have to raise to visit Miyamoto in Japan. Uh, hey, dude, just because his so last name is Jeff Miyamoto. Well, he's definitely Japanese. He, he, he's got to be at least partially Japanese. His dad he's was a, definitely Japanese. Yeah, absolutely. So we appreciate the fact that we have fans there. Now, I, I want to read a couple of the uh, things... Um, well, here, 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 somebody said, came here since I saw him on Steven Crowder, leaving since it's way too filthy for my tastes. Filthy? We're filthy? Yeah, I'm, I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. All right. Um, well, there it is. But we got literally all the ratings are five stars. We only had one. We had two one-star rating because we're on, too dirty. On iTunes? On iTunes. But we had we're 572 five-star ratings and one four-star rating. How fucking crazy is that? I guarantee it was my father. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. What are we getting into here today? Oh, you know, we could do some, we could do, since we have this board, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I was thinking I could do five monologue jokes. You give me crickets, you okay. give me a rim shot. Rim shot right. if you like it, crickets if you don't like it. Okay. Okay, you ready? You, can, I get, can I go from the news desk? No, because they won't see you. Huh? They won't see me? Okay. Oh, you mean from the news desk. Oh, I see. Got it. Okay. Uh, guys, this just in. Uh, People Magazine just did a profile piece on Joe Biden. It's the 25 things you should know about Joe Biden. He was glad they did this because he did not remember 19 of them. Oh, sorry. No. Crickets? Oh, oh, fuck. That was a I'm good not one. good. Okay. <laughs> I'm not good with that. Uh, Jeep Cherokee has just announced they're going to be renaming the Jeep Cherokee to stay woke. So it's no longer the Jeep Cherokee. It is now the Jeep Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it, Colin. I knew it. Governor Cuomo, obviously, in a lot of hot water. Uh, the press pool at any press conferences that Governor Cuomo does, uh, the female reporters no longer will have a badge right here that says press. <laughs> Fuck you, man. No, you can't. <laughs> I do whatever I want. Some people thought it was great. You're going to give me all Other people thought it was great. Other people thought, you know. Um, Mr. Potato Head. In the news recently, I don't yeah. know if you remember that, yeah. uh, but it, Mr. Potato is a now a gender-neutral vegetable with plastic facial expressions, and also the newest co-host of The View. Oh! I love that. Tiger Woods in trouble. Tiger Woods got in a car accident. Uh, obviously, he's done amazing things for the black community and for blacks in the sport of golf, but every now and then he likes to remind us that he's also half Asian. 
Okay. I, I don't I explain. So in other words, he never talks about being Thai. His mom is 100% Thai. He got in a car accident. He's Asians are bad drivers. Do I have to explain the joke oh, to a comic? Shit, man. Oh, oh God. God. Is there a boob button? I don't know. Where's the boob button? Me, hit oh, me. Oh, God. You, you right, get crickets. I'm sorry, bro. Professional comedian, my ass. All right, let's go, go back to the beach. You've had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What is that one? I don't know. It's a new one. Don't worry bad about day? it. Okay, I got my I, fucking. I, I like this stupid. I can't board. wait for you to bomb a joke. Oh, I can't wait. By the way, it's Pixel coming. Joe, Pixel, Pixel Joe goes, you can have one of these. They only cost like $700. I was like, that's a lot of money for fucking, you know, rim shots. I like it, though. I, I really do like it. But I feel like it's very radio versus podcast. You know, yeah, pretty cool. Damn it. I got divots in my head. Um, I was thinking about the fact that um, the world is changing so quickly, but you and I both have sons. We both have sons. We have to raise them as men. Yes. But I don't know what a man is. Even saying man now is offensive, apparently. Well, no. There's gender identification. What is, what is the actual... How do you... How do you, what's, what's the term for that? You know what I'm talking about? Gender, gender identity? Gender identity pronouns. Yes. Is what you have to How do you now. identify as? Look, my son's all boy, right? Your son's all boy. I yeah. don't care what anybody says. And that's fine. Now... You got a thick bush. It used to be you taught your son... <laughs> he's five with a bush... Oh shit! That was the wrong one. Sorry. That would be funny. It'd be funny. Like he's got a he's got a thick bush. I don't know. Well, that's what I. This is what I play when I'm in the bedroom with my wife. I I go, honey, lay down, spread your legs. This just in. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. Um, Six inches coming from the northeast. Here we go. You're gonna get pounded. <laughs> Mermaid style. Mermaid style, okay. Um, I don't know, man. I, it used to be you taught your son how to... There are a lot of things that are, like, as a father, Yeah. there's nothing you can really... The, the thing is, you can't really teach your son a lot of stuff that's relevant. Because I don't know if tying knots or learning how to make fucking fire from wood... Whoops, I just dropped my fucking... Hold on. Uh, these are solid gold mics, by the way, if you're watching. But I don't know if, like... I don't know if, like, like you could teach your son how to tie knots... Right. Make a fire in the wilderness. What's great learn you, how to learn like what how to find main. dry wood and rain. Yeah. But I mean survival that, that, shit, yeah. That shit's good. That shit's good if you committed a crime and you know you're going to do 20 years and you run off into the fucking wilderness and you got to hide. Right. There was a guy, there was a cop who got uh busted. He was I think it was in Alabama or is it it was in uh was it Alabama? It was somewhere where uh, it was in the South, mm-hmm. and, it, and and there's a there's a place called Angola, the farm. It's a it's a it's a prison. Okay, okay? it's a bad state penitentiary. Look up where Angola is. Right, I don't know of a nice state penitentiary. No, but this you, is this is, is they, there... they call this the farm. They did a documentary on it. Okay, and this dude, they he knew, and he, right. t- these are these are his own words. He knew he was going to get raped in prison because they said we're going to have a real nice party for him because I guess he'd put away a bunch of people. Angola. Where is it? Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. It's Louisiana. It's no joke. And uh, he was going there. And he knew that as a cop, as a former cop, they were going to, quote unquote, they were preparing a party for him. Okay. And he said, I knew what was going to happen. Right. So he just went off into the woods of Louisiana. He went in them deep woods. Yeah. Okay. And he lived there for 20 years, basically alone in the woods, rather than go to jail he lived in the wild. Just eating. And he finally got caught. 
Oh, really? Yeah. How, how recently did he get caught? I mean, he got caught, like, uh, maybe he turned himself in, but he got caught 20 years later or something like oh, that. Oh, man. But he was in the, he was alone in the woods of Louisiana or wherever, living off the land. Because he was like and a that's cop. enough time. He was a cop, and he goes, I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to the farm. I'm right. not doing it. I'd rather live in the wilderness yeah. like Tarzan. <laughs> like Tarzan. <laughs> right. And I like saying Tarzan. And he never gave anybody, anybody, any semblance or clues or nah, anything. Man. He literally nah. was isolated for See 20, ya. for two decades. See ya. Wow. Rather than have a bunch of guys have a party in my, my, my backside... <laughs> I'm going to live. I'm going to live with the bear, right? With the bear and with the fox. Yeah, instead of being okay. forced into interracial relationships. He was black. Oh, he was black. Yeah, but thanks for oh, being wow. racist about it, and thanks for thinking that he was a white guy. You know what? But I we're get not going to do a To Kill a Mockingbird here. All tonight, right, okay? I'm just saying he was a black man, and he knew that he was going. He was going to be at the farm, and they were going to they were going to prepare something for him. Yeah, and he said nah, and so. That's as far as, like, so if you're going to teach your son survival shit, that's probably, everything else is make-believe, right? You can teach him how to get ready to be, like, you can be good at hunting and stuff, but at the end of the day, you know, it's it's not, it's it's kind of, so what do you teach your kid? Do you teach him how to throw a ball? Here's what you teach a kid, my son. I teach him. Yeah, okay. Not to take take himself too seriously. Right. Mm Self-sufficient. Creative. Teach him how to learn, unlearn, and relearn. Yeah. Right? And then teach him... uh, Teach him how to use his hands, bro. Teach him how to use his hands. Okay. Teach him how to measure distance. Right. Okay. Yep. Teach him how to control his breathing. Combat breathing. Okay. Combat breathing? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What is combat breathing? <laughs> this is like spring break breathing. Yeah, you sound like no, you sound like you're toking dude. on something. You're like Oh yeah. Pass the duchy, bro. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm keying in the fear right now, brother. <laughs> You're what? I'm keying in the fear. Okay. Fear's there, bro. Hey, bro. Okay. Hey, bro, look at me. Fear's there. <laughs> fear there. Okay. Fear there? Fear there. Okay. Now, now what right. I learned to do, learn to operate in the fear. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look. I'm, I'm, mm, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. But still go back to my training. Still go back to the training pop. Instilled in me, a pop instilled okay, in the training. <laughs> okay, you understand? Have you had? Because you talk about this. Have you actually had training? <laughs> okay, shut the. All right, that's all, bro. Uh, all right, that's I, all. I think there's the bravado of what you're going to teach your kid, and then there's like the reality of like, I don't want my kid holding up the fucking line. Yeah. Have your shit ready. Yeah. Don't pull out a checkbook, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Thank you. The, these are the three things I teach my kid to say. Yeah, please. Yep. Thank you. Yep. And I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. Steve, That's the Steve hold on. Yes. Steve, I don't know if you want to teach him that. You've had a bad day. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know. Oh, yeah. But Steve, I mean, you're, please don't, you, don't turn him into, a, no. into an SJW there. No, they're going to be indoor cats. I'm no. going to let them know they can never eat at the Olive Garden because that's cultural appropriation. Ah, oh, God. 
I'm going to teach them the merits of cultural appropriation. They cannot take Taekwondo because it's a Korean art form. And even though you are a fourth Korean, you're not three-fourth Korean. Korean, So that's cultural appropriation. I'll let them know you do not listen to Christmas music from the Jews like Streisand or Kenny G because they culturally appropriated that music. (laughs) From the Jews. From the Jews. Um, Yeah, I I think it's ridiculous. Your your kids are, I love your kids and they're beautiful and they're very well-mannered. What's interesting is that they... They don't have, I don't see any of the Korean in them. Right. Right? Yeah. Right? So, and that's fine. So mm-hmm. they're obviously not your biological children, and that's okay. <laughs> um, your your wife's Dutch genetics yeah. seem to have been like, hey, everybody else, get out of here. We're going to end up on, on uh, Maury. The, yeah. He's going to read the envelope, and you're going to come out behind the, the curtain. I'm yeah, like, like this. Alan, like what this. the fuck? Sorry, man. And you just go. Breathe, Steven. There you go. There's your That's a sniper breathing. breathe. Yeah, it is. It's a sniper breath. Um, when you draw a bead on a man. But I'll tell you something. When you, with these gender pronouns, I get it. I totally get it because I was ahead of the curve. I identified from 8 to 10 as He-Man. Oh, fucking He-Man, huh? Classic book. I knew my grandfather was senile. Classic. When I when I was watching He Man. Yeah. I was like, I remember my father's father. I was a young I was a young boy and uh, my my dad was sitting there and we were watching TV and I we changed it. I was watching He Man and my dad yeah. changed it to the game. And my grandfather Wait, was Michael Douglas. No man, no fucking the game, bro. Football game. Fuck. Oh, you meant the movie? No, what? bro. The game. It could be any game. Well, the game, bro. The football game could be Celebrity Solitaire with uh, Mario Lopez. It could. Yeah, it could. But That's it was the game. It was football. We were in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where my grandparents lived, where my dad grew up in Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. My dad turns the channel, and my 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 grandfather looked at me and goes, "Is this He Man?" <laughs> And He-Man was a cartoon, of course. And I said, no. And then he looked at me and he started asking me questions Mm -hmm. and calling me Pat, his son. Oh. And I was like, I panicked. I I went, I looked at my dad. My dad goes, he thinks you're Pat, Brian. He's he's not there. And so I, and so then we, uh, it sounds like you're, we we brought him to the the island with the sharks and no, no. (laughs) And now he's president of the United States of America. And now he's president of the United States of America. He literally was 84, though. He lived on bananas and coffee cake. What? That was his fucking diet. Bananas and coffee cake? I said it. He lived on bananas and coffee cake for most of his life, and he was rail thin and lived till he was 84. Mind went. His mind went. Sure. But- What did he do as an occupation? Not a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Worked in a brewery. There you go. For a long time. Yeah, worked in a brewery, but I don't think- I don't know that- I don't know that hard work was. Uh, look, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm trying to be respectful, but hard work. <laughs> I, I'll give you an example. My dad, my dad You've did a lot a of bad day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my dad did a lot of work for uh, charity for for, um, uh, and and so they they dedicated. He did this. He worked with this 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 uh, 
group that got underprivileged children to college. Yeah. And so, um, and these were white kids. They were all. They had to be. They had. I had to make up for what I I stereotyped early on. So I'm, their I'm family tree had to go all the way back to Sweden. They had to yeah. be. They had to be not just white, but northern white. Right. They had to have blue eyes. Yeah. No, but he he helped these underprivileged children. Uh, he had he worked with this organization many many years, and so they were. When my grandfather died, they they kind of surprised him with a building, the Rayful Callan building. Excuse me? Yeah, it's called the Rayful Callan Building. He got a building? Yeah, somebody looked that up. And so so my but but the I think the the man I think it was the priest or whoever who ran the organization yeah. read about and gave him a bit of a eulogy, his father. Right. And talked about how hard working he was. Of course he'd never met my grandfather. Right. And apparently my father kind of mumbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. My father, not a very sentimental guy, goes, Oh, yeah, yeah real hardworking. Fucking guy doesn't do a thing and he gets a building named after him. And it was that. I don't know why I'm yeah. remembering this. It's fucking sorry. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't spill the beans. I'm sure my dad would find it amusing. He, my father's well, so unsentimental. He, he's, he went to the seminary. Now he's an atheist. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm moving in the opposite direction. I'm, I'm moving toward God. Toward, my yeah. father moved away from God. Yeah. A lot of people that were forced into. God, as kids, become atheists. Yeah. I said, what happens when you die, you think? He goes, extinction. I go, you just go away? He goes, yeah, yeah I disappear. That's right. <laughs> I, I, like, well, I like people who are not sentimental at all. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's got one of those friends for sure. Um, and that's the person that will keep the secrets. Yeah. That's usually the Are you religious? That, uh, somewhat. Somewhat. Um, yeah. I, I, I go in and out of it, but I, I believe in a higher power. I do have faith. I pray before I go to bed. And what do you What do you mean pray? How do you pray? Not to get personal. Uh, I I pray for things that I can't control. I don't ask for God. I don't ask God for things that I can control or should be able to control. Like I'm not going to ask Him if I can get a movie or if I can get a show or if I can get an hour special. Like See, all that I should do be within ask, my control. I only ask God for a mansion. That's what I ask for. <laughs> I yeah. want a mansion. Yeah. I want to, I want, God, I want a mansion, an island, and <clears throat> wheels, expensive wheels. Wait, what? I don't ask for any of that shit. I, 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 I like Hanguk tires or something? Like, I, I, I wrote, I, I, I tried who, to write a TV show with well, somebody hold once. On. What, is, what does the tire thing mean? Like, who would like ask? wheels? Like, yeah, I want, I want a nice car. Oh, I thought you meant literally wheels. Well, you know, I didn't, Steve. <laughs> I sure didn't. But I was. I way to be. I way know. to be. Be less. Be more hip, please. You want me to be? You want me to read that fucking joke again? No, 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 no. Tiger Woods joke? No, I, I like your Woods jokes. Tiger Woods got a car. Okay. I liked your jokes. I'd explain the joke to a comedian. I um, liked your jokes. Here's one thing I want to teach my kid. Yeah. Watch Tom Cruise run. That's how you run. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That guy is uh-huh. fluid and perfect in form. I don't want my kid running one day. And he kind of has it. He's still five, so there's time. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm either buying this kid a football or a clarinet. And it's yeah. on the fence right now. And I'm going to give it another year or two. But I need to see fluid form, up, knees high, yep. down, boom, stern face, eyebrows down, focused on the bang sprinting yep. you look good yeah i love what you're saying yeah because cruz ran like a motherfucker in um 
That movie with Jamie Foxx where he played an assassin. Remember that oh, movie? Collateral, yeah. Collateral. Yep. Great movie, by the way. Fantastic. And he plays, and when you see him run, he's an athlete, dude. Yeah. I, I did a reading with him, and I, and I got, just got to know him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking. We went to, we did this reading. We both had to take a piss so badly. We were walking to take Tell a piss. Tell me about this, please. Yeah, yeah. We're walking oh, yeah. to take a piss. Uh-huh. And we were talking about wrestling and stuff because he was a wrestler. And I looked at his body. I, he's got a, he's a fucking fire hydrant. Yeah. I don't think he's taller than 5'8". Yeah. He might even be 5'7". But he's powerful. He's yeah. just built like, he's got wide hips but wide shoulders. He's thick. And he's never not worked out. And uh, Brian, you're checking a lot of boxes here. A lot of boxes. You know. A lot of ding, boxes. Ding, ding, He's also got yeah. big thighs and, f- and fairly small calves, which is usually usually going to mean the man's got some fast switch. Usually going to mean <laughs> Wait, the man's got a, a respectable 40. Small calves? Yeah, a lot that? of times. The exception to that might be Samoans, who can be fucking giant and fast as shit. But for the most part, if you look at f- sprinters. Okay. I bet you, look up, look up, look at. Give me, can you bring up on the screen, like, the 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 hundred yard Olympic hundred yard men's, and and we'll study their calves for a sec. What? And you'll see how small their calves are. It's interesting. The fastest men in the world have small calves, huge muscular bodies, but small calves. This okay. is a weird thing, but everybody should know this. I got big calves, very big calves. So the episode is titled Jamaican calves. Jamaican calves. Okay, that's what. No, but that's. No, but I need to see. No, those guys suck. Those aren't sprinters. I'm talking about the real sprinters. No, those guys are all bodybuilders. No, just go to go to. Uh, I'm sorry. Go to. Uh, just go to sprinters. Go to. Um, go to Usain Bolt or. Oh, sprinters calves. All right. Yeah. See that. See how small their calves are. Oh yeah. See that? Oh yeah. Small calves, dude. Huh. Fastest man in the world. And and they have small calves. John Jones doesn't have calves. He didn't have calves. I would have never. You don't need big calves. That. Yeah, it's That's a very dense muscle wild. and very hard to actually build and get bigger. That guy's got low insertion calves. He's a he's a long distance runner. He's full. He's <laughs> bullshit. That guy can't fucking run fast for his life. You understand me? What does low insertion calf mean? That fucking thing right there. <laughs> that 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 bullshit right there. Look cubicle, at look at those look at those, two, look at those two black guys. Those yeah. studs that my girlfriend would leave me for one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Look at the muscles on their bodies. Look at how small yeah. those calves are. Oh yeah. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. That motherfucker. Look at that guy. Look at those guys. Yeah. Those guys steal your. They steal your wife. They steal my girlfriend. And and know that. And by the way, I don't think you so. shouldn't have anything to say about it. You should be like, I understand. I would be like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, you're going to choose me over that guy? the fuck out of here. Well, right. here's something else I want to teach you. Thanks, Pixel Joe. You, you ready? I noticed this. I watched a SportsCenter clip last night. LeBron James blocked a guy as he, he makes a free throw. He's walking up court, and LeBron blocks him. As he goes to block and absorb the blow, yeah. he goes like this. I do that when I... Take a slap shot when I do anything. There's two types. You, you, you of close the, your you, mouth. You go, you go like this before you do something, or yeah. you go like that. Yeah. I, I'm that. Huh? And there are other guys that are yeah. that. You know what I am? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a, always a smile, bro. Always a smile. Always a smile. This is the worst, though. 
Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Honey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, are you ready? Yeah, not me. I just go. <laughs> yeah. And you're in trouble. You're, you're in, in trouble. trouble. You're in trouble. Because I'm loose and I'm gonna I'm, I'm pepper you I'm gonna pepper you up. Season you up. All right. I'm gonna pepper you with my jabs. <laughs> okay. And then and then and then that those that's the appetizer. And the entree yeah. is either in a right hook or a straight right and you know what a straight right is because you had your wired jaw wired shut didn't <laughs> that's you? right i yeah. had my jaw wired shut. so that's mind right. your fucking p's and q's okay. if i smile at you which i'm not gonna do yeah you know it's time thank you for bringing up my jaw getting wired you've had a bad day <laughs> okay so uh i do honestly I, I do think and we've discussed this infrequently but the manner into which you're your son is maybe three or four years older than my son. Yeah. And getting He's to the nine. point where they're really in their formative years. So this is beyond manners. This is now navigating this new society that exists out there where cancel culture, I, I, I screenshot this last night because I thought this would be interesting to bring up. But there's a, there was a poll, a Zogby poll of 500 decision makers. The leaders were asked about the progressive left's ideas on race, gender, and a cancel culture. So I don't know who did this. I don't know who framed it under the uh, scope of uh, progressive left. But I think what they're ultimately discussing is cancel culture. So that, that was the, the point of this. The poll found that 61% of business leaders agreed uh, 33% strongly and 20% somewhat that ideas on race, gender, post-colonialism, and cancel culture were undermining society and were not necessary. So 61%. So uh, I would say more of than... Of business leaders, which means they're fucking rich and white. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my son's nine, and I think the best thing I can do... You think your son's nine? My son is nine, but I think the best thing I can do is separate him from his mommy the way the Spartans did, okay? And he begins his training, okay. and it's going to be sad, but you're going to be right. sleeping on a marble slab and eating high-protein gruel, okay? <laughs> right. So that you realize that comfort is the wolf at the door. <laughs> Comfort's the wolf at the door, okay? And that yeah. life's a fight. And you know who's there? You know who's there at the end of your life? Fucking pain. <laughs> All right? And, and isolation. So get used to isolation and pain. All right? Yeah. And, and as you're going to die, as he's going to die, I want him to play. You've had a bad day. <laughs> and nobody's coming to rescue you. See you in Valhalla, motherfucker. Okay. Okay? Yeah. But you don't want this. You know what you don't want? You know, you, you know what you don't want on your deathbed? Regret. That's the main thing. You oh, don't want true. regret. That's yeah, true, yeah. And there are weird things that I want to be able to do. Like I want to be able to fucking, I want to dance salsa well. Well, I want to learn how to dance salsa well. Where? I want Where? in Barcelona, <laughs> in Mexico City, you name it, okay? Argentina, wherever it is. Love to learn some tango. Have you been there? I'd love to learn some tango. Have not. Have not. So you... You've okay. never been. Nope, but all you I want to do is live there. Like I know I like it. How do you know you're going to like it? Cuba, never been. And I want to live in Cuba. I, I, my soul is Cuban. Anybody who knows me knows that my soul, my heart, if you open up my heart. I've never heard this before. It beats to salsa, brother. <laughs> I know. Okay. All this right. is, this I've is, never heard 
salsa music played at your place. I've never heard you listen to it. I've never heard because you mention it Because until it's today. too much for me. Excuse me? It's too it's much. It's overwhelming? <laughs> your dedication to the craft is so overwhelming. You're so possessed with it. Yeah. You can't, the mere mention of it cripples you. Yes. The, my, I, I, my soul is Latin. My heart. All I want to be is, I love Cubans. I love Latin culture. I, I love it. It's, it's my why, secret. Okay, why? I think they're the most beautiful people in the world, the happiest people in the world, and I love everything about the way they live. Yeah. I just love everything about them. I like, I like that they take siestas. I like that they're fierce at the same time. Mm-hmm. I like that they live life passionately. I love that they dance salsa. I love everything <laughs> about it. I fucking love everything about them. Okay. I think they're, I love them. So yeah. that's me. Um, and, that's, and I'm not backing off that, okay? There was a point I was making to this. Oh, yeah. I want to dance salsa. I want to. I want to do it in various cities and live yeah. there. I want also to be. Um, I want to learn how to tie knots. I don't know why. I just want to learn how to tie knots, and I don't know how to tie anything but a fucking shoelace. Right. Okay? And that is. And even though it's not relevant, it's what I want. And then, um, that's it. What are you going to teach your son though, as he gets into the formative years? When you're teenager, when when you get into thirteen, fourteen, that's when. You got to lay the groundwork. That's when you do it now. You lay the foundation. No, I always say to my son, nothing is, nobody's good at anything right away. You're supposed to suck. Yeah. And the only way you get better is by making practice your favorite sport. Practice, not just regular practice, perfect practice. Here's what I'm. Tony Blower says this, my buddy. Be careful what you practice. You might get really good at the wrong thing. Right. All right. So practice under proper guidance and tutelage thanks mm-hmm. to youtube i'm becoming quite the handyman fix my dishwasher excuse me yeah with youtube i didn't really i i, I got <laughs> i got pretty close to fixing it and then my girlfriend had to finish the job i get a text my I girlfriend become, she goes she goes kid dynamite uh, goes, i become quite the handyman i fix my dishwasher yeah really but then Kid Dynamite Actually, goes, no. Kid Dynamite, oh, there's, hold on. Kid Dynamite f- goes, I fixed the dishwasher. I go, how? She goes, fiddled around with it. <laughs> Stevedore knot, figure eight knot, overhand knot, algine butterfly, algine butterfly bend, two half hitches. Listen, here's the thing. If this you're, is great if you're sailing or if you have a vendetta and I you're kidnapping care. somebody. Who, why why do you, would you need practically to know how to tie a knot? Unless you're Just sailing, in case I'm sailing, in case I'm 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 running from the law, I don't know. What if I'm in the wilderness <laughs> okay. and our plane goes down, and you're like this? Mm, I'm hungry. I'm scared. I don't know how to make a lean to. And I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> take a seat, take a seat, okay. go gather some berries, <laughs> gather some berries, <laughs> yeah. and some fucking firewood. I got I got to get to work. And then I start. I start taking I start taking a the A-team theme pieces song of reed yeah. and I and I form rope and then I start tying that shit up. Yeah. And I and I make us a nice little lean to for us. Excuse we gotta me? get we gotta get super we gotta close we gotta bundle up and we gotta get close. Gotta get close. Yeah. You're gonna feel my breath on the back of your neck. <laughs> Act normal. But it's gonna get cold. Temperature's gonna drop. Yeah. All right. So that's what happens when you're out in the wild. Right. Okay? Brian, why are your hands on my hips? It's to keep warm. Keep warm. Keep warm. There you go. Right, broke back. There you go. Come again into your combat breathing. And then you've You've had a bad day. Went out on me.
<laughs> I'd love to I'll just play the guitar like that. Oh. Hey, you guys, I'd love to play and, and, a little... Uh, this goes out to my friend Steve Byrne, who uh, passed away. <laughs> <laughs> Love to laugh. <laughs> he was Asian, but he didn't identify that way. He loved to laugh. <laughs> He'd fight you even though he didn't know what to do. He was quick to anger, but he'd eat junk food late at night and sleep like a fucking house cat. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's like the intro to a home renovation show. Brian and Steve's, we're going to fix it. They can swing a hammer. <laughs> this is this is me. You guys having fun at, the, at my party? Or is it, yeah, you guys want me to ruin it? Check this out. The guy Just who brings listen. his guitar to the fucking party? Oh. Yeah. oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, that that's... I can't have that. A guy who brings his guitar to the party. That was like Animal House, that old movie. Oh. One of the greatest... When the guy's Belushi, yeah. When the guy's playing the guitar and he picks it up and smashes against the wall and he just goes, "I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry." That's, That's something I'd like to do before I die. Just smash yeah. a guitar against a wall when somebody pulls out a guitar who's got a chest gem and sandals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's fucking one of those dudes who talks? You know, who just talks about? I, I remember there was a party that this guy goes. This guy was a healer, and I'm sitting there biting my tongue as he's talking. There are two guys I can't stand. One is this guy who's going, There's well, the energy, the energy vortex, the energy vortex is here. And if you're standing, he's talking this way to some yeah. girl. And I'm like, this guy, good looking guy with a ponytail, fuck off. Right. I don't like those guys. And then, then I'm on, in an audition and she says, the cat nurse says, what did you do in the military? And he goes, black ops. And I'm like, ah, ah, oh, I want to fight this guy so badly right yeah. here. Oh, don't say that. Did he look like a black? Yeah, but he, which definitely means he never did black ops because right. you would op- never say that. Guys who do black ops never right. say black ops. Okay, right. guys who do that don't do that. They don't. They don't say that they were. <laughs> they did black ops. He's a Tom Clancy fan. Oh, is what fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's. That's embarrassing. I was at a energy vortex. I've never heard that term before. Oh, That's fuck. where the energy of a, a conversation is centered. Is that what you're saying? No, it just means, you know, it's for people who are into healing and oh, into okay. energy and the universe. If you use the word universe and journey in your fucking sentences, yeah. okay, and you're a dude, you're a fraud. I've broken up with quite a few girls in Los Angeles that had crystals and gems and that vocabulary. And I was yeah. like, I am out the fucking door. But I was at, when you were talking about being at a party, it reminded me of this. Uh, I, I was at a party one night with, uh, with Colin Jost and John Hamm. Mm. Both good-looking guys. John Hamm's a, a specimen. John, John Hamm from... Uh, the actor. Uh, he's, a great, he's a great guy, too. So... The three of us are standing there talking, and within... Uh, by the way, I'm dressed up. This is the best I've ever looked. Like, I, 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 I'm in shape. Just the best representation of myself yeah. in years, okay? So I'm at this party, and maybe five tens walk up, and the three of us are talking, and just these girls are there. Yeah. And now it, it's like the circle is complete, mm. and we're all talking. And Colin gets pulled away, John Hamm and I are still standing there. Nobody's introduced to talk to these girls. These girls are just standing there. And then John Hamm looks at me, 
now that the guy he knows left, and he does not know me. He just met me. Looks at me, looks at the girls, and looks back at me and goes, well, I got to take a shit. <laughs> and he walked away. I started laughing. And these girls, they walked away, and one of them said, oh, my God, he's so hot. <laughs> John Hamm is going to take a shit. He's the hot one. That's fucking great. I'm the best rep. Not even like, how are you? No. How, just like, not even like, Because that's so manly oh and he didn't God. give a fuck about her. It, it's funny when you do that. Like, he, uh, he's just like, he doesn't care. It was so goddamn funny. I was with a friend of mine, same situation where these girls were just like, I remember just looking at him going, you know, there's like those Hollywood hot girls. Some, yeah. some of those women like in Hollywood who are professionally hot. You know what I mean? And you, you look at them and, and yeah. they, they date the pro athletes and stuff. And you're like, they're, they're, they're just, they're just always on a jet. They're insanely hot. Right? Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? And you're just looking at them and you're going, it, it, none of it makes sense. And then one of the girls says, I'm on a spiritual path. She goes, no, I, she, this is my buddy goes, you want to drink? And she goes, no, I'm on a spiritual path. And I would have let that go because I just figure that's what a hot girl says sure. and she's super hot anyway. And I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess I'll put up with that. Yeah. And my buddy's about to me goes, and that's what a crazy person says. <laughs> and I was like, fucking yes. Why didn't I say that? He was not, he was not remotely hypnotized by any of it. He was like, and that's what I get. And she was like, <laughs> and she realized and she got embarrassed that she's a, she is a crazy person. Yeah. And it well, was so those, great. And then, of course, she was eating out of his hand. Of course. Then she was like, oh. Those professional hot chicks in L.A., those are the girls that marry normal guys when they, when they hit their late 30s, know, early yes, 40s. Yes, yes. That's what happens. Well, the party, when the music stops. When the music stops. Yes, so when they get to be about... That's right. That's when you talk to Steve Byrne. You, that's you've right. You've never been at a Saturn before. You were about to. That's right. That, yeah. That's very true. It's like when they get to be about 40, 38, the, what, what, 35, they start to panic, right? Yeah. And 35, so when they were in their 20s, the, the world was, they had power. Right. You know, the, people talk about power, like, mm -hmm. like a lot of the dynamic, uh, the left talks about power dynamics. And so, no, no. When you're a, when you're a beautiful woman, yeah. okay, of any race in Hollywood, if you're gorgeous, you have all the power. Yeah. Every man who has money is, is basically chasing you and you're, you're, your calendar's full and everybody, everything opens for you. Yeah. Whole, you got a key to every fucking door, right? But- you can get, and, and I, I forgive them, you can get very seduced by that. That can work for you. You can yeah. make money doing that. You know, the, the girls in Vegas make a fuckload of money doing this stuff. Yeah. And so, but then when the music stops, at about 35, if they're smart, yeah. they go, okay, I got about two years. <laughs> I got about two years to get, to get that one guy that was always pining after me. Yeah. Who's making money? Who I was never really that into, but yeah. I think I'll have kids with him. An exec, an agent. That's yeah, yeah. when they all. Yeah, and that's what they do. That's what happens. That's what they do. And 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 I and I. Hey, listen. All power, yeah. more power to you. Yeah. But the, the you know that that's what happens. But then you see the gals that don't do that. A lot of the gals now they're forty. Yeah. And it's it's the whole your dance card is empty and it's gonna stay empty. Your phone ain't ringing. Okay. Yeah. And now what you're doing is you're. You're rescuing dogs. You're rescuing dogs. All right? Right, yeah. And you've got your apartment, and you're holding on to that, and you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And it's, you got a lot a of stories. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's, it, look, there's a price for everything you do. Yeah. There's a price for everything you do. That's one thing I, my daughter I don't have to worry about. My daughter's unbelievable that way. She's just 
about intellectual pursuits. I, I oh mean, my God. Oh, what did she say the other day that blew me away? Hold on. Hold on. So, so this is, this, this girl's 12 years old. All right. And I'm talking to her and we get in these debates cause she's very pro mask and all that stuff. God bless. And yeah. And, and I had kid dynamite send me, I said, write that down. She sent it to me. What and, your daughter said to you. Oh yeah. By the way, my girl, my girl saw a water moccasin right near your house, just so you know. Okay? You understand me? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you, dude. You know that little <laughs> babbling brook? That about? little babbling brook? Yeah. Do you see the picture of that water moccasin she took? No. It's fucking serious water moccasin. Okay. A thick water moccasin. I'll take a look at it. Oh, you're, you're looking I said, for this. I said, oh, I said, I said, what was it? What, what? Mythological. Yeah, but was it what kind of... You said... Yeah, I said to her, if you could be any animal, what would it be? Uh, and my daughter went, my, my daughter went, mythological, extinct, or present? And I was like, you're 12 years old. What oh the fuck? God. I've yet to ask her a question or a riddle that she doesn't know. I asked her this the other day. I go, what walks on four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon, three legs in the evening? All right. Do you know what that is? Jenna Jameson. Man, man, it was, this, it was the riddle that the Sphinx asked, I think Odysseus or somebody. My, my, my daughter, before I even got it out, I went, well, walks on four legs in the morning. She goes, man, I'm like, God damn it. She knew that? Yeah, so four, four legs as a baby, you crawl, then yeah. two legs as an adult, and then three legs, you have a cane. So that would be man. It's a famous riddle. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, you're not a big reader, Steve. You know what you are? Hmm. You're a fucking candy bar slash... Junk food eater, aren't That's you? That's right. And, 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 I found this in my pocket and I was so happy. I've been sitting here waiting to eat it the whole time. Yeah, I, I've been actually, I've been, I've been staring at that. And I ate one of those donuts from Five Daughters Bakery, just one of them. Had to take a nap. Had such a sugar rush. Had to take a nap. That's a heavy donut. Yeah, it's a heavy donut. Now, now um, I just want to, I want to just kind of shift gears here. Because Steve had me watch um, oh, a documentary on Oasis, which I slept through most of you can take that band Fuck you, man. You, you know that band that, that band has it's teenage girls band. as Ow. it's as it's fucking base for a reason no. teenage girls and you when you went to those concerts and you were rubber banding your underwear up on stage with those teenage <laughs> girls were you the only guy because no. those guys though i look i'll give you this they're fairly entertaining but they were walking around like they were the beatles or u2 they're not in the fucking area code they had a three-year run they had two albums that guy nope. with the fucking with his voice yeah, they're, fucking they're not good dude they're great they're a pop band they're still relevant they sure aren't once a month once a month on in any news headline you'll see is oasis getting back together again yeah it's constant. yeah i know and a lot of like gals <clears throat> in their gals? teens are excited about it. No, gals in their teens, guys in their teens. Uh, back guys, in the day, guys that they... identify as gals in their teens. Fine. Okay. Okay. I uh, identify as a girl. I'm That's just right. saying, dude. I mean, come on. That is a rock and roll band. Well, where right do you there. put? But, but where do you in the pantheon of music? They're not. Please don't tell me they're in your top. As far as musicians and impact and musicians, they ain't in the top fifty, guy. <clears throat> For what? For. For just musicality, music, words, power, they're pop. Yeah. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm your wonder wall. Supersonic, cigarettes <clears throat> and alcohol, what? rock and roll star. Those are rock and roll songs, okay? They're, they're songs. They're fucking great. They're songs. They're great. They're the, the biggest debut, fastest selling debut album in British history until Adele. Yeah, I mean they're 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 not close to Adele, by the way. But yeah, they're they're, they're they were popular, all right. They're they're still relevant. And the guy's the walking around like the, he's something, like he's the greatest band of all time. Hey, hey, they Liam, they, they were. I need to be myself. I can't be no one else. I feel I'm feeling supersonic. Give me a gin and tonic. For you can have it all, but how much do you want it? You make me laugh. Give me your autograph. Can I ride with you in your BMW? You can you can sail with me in my yellow submarine. Hey, fuck it. Hey, what the fuck are you talking about? You okay, need to okay. find out because no one's gonna tell you what I'm about on about. You need to find a way for what you want to say, but before tomorrow. Listen, dude. That is a that's one of the greatest rock and roll riffs, and I'll tell you this. It I'll sure tell you this. ain't. You you fucking lot can all laugh. I know but a I'll girl you, named Elsa. She's into alcohol. Hold on, 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 hold on. Metallica said this is one of the great rock songs to come out of the at the time in the nineties. Okay. Yeah. They're fans. Foo Fighters are fans. They're uh-huh. all fans of them. This is the easiest thing to do. The easiest thing to do is okay. Who do you love? Tell me somebody you love. Bring up a lyric, and I'll read it. Springsteen, U two. Bring up U two. Yeah. Bring, bring, up, bring up running to stand still. Br- no. Bring, yeah, no. We're, we're gonna bring something. Okay. Okay. Running to stand still. Yeah. Let me read that. That's about a girl no, I'll on read drugs. It. I'll read it. No. I'll read it. No. No. no this is what you're doing. No. You gotta no fuck let me up. read your fucking horse shit, bro. Okay. Why don't you why don't you bring up if God will send His angels by no. by you two? No, what are you what are you no, talking I, about? I, I no, 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 because I know you two. So let me read your still. fucking shit. I don't know what lyrics. that one is. I do. Uh, no, 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 you're saying you two and the pantheon of music. Fuck you. You picked their best song. I got the best song. That's that's the song you started singing. No. Okay, bring it up. Let what me read. Let now? me read this horse shit. Nowhere to run. Hey everybody, get some yogurt. Get some get a get a big spoon of yogurt and some nice fresh cut berries. No. We're gonna read some fucking U2 lyrics. No, this is get not ready fair, to dude. fucking yeah, get ready to do some yoga. Oh, it's probably good anyway. Running to stand running to stand still lyrics. Go down there go, right, right there. there. Yeah, watch this. this. Watch this. Get ready this for Hallmark. this. Get ready for this shit. Okay. Get ready for this. I'll read it. Go ahead. And so she woke. Woke up from where she was lying still. Yeah. Said I gotta do something about where we're and, going and where we're going. Step on a steam train. No, 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 no. Let me hold step on. out of the driving <laughs> rain. I didn't do this shit to I'm you. I'm just saying, dude. You I'm can't. just saying too. It's so the, the easiest the thing to do in the world. Listen to this. Is to read lyrics. No, listen to this. and run, shit on it. Run from the darkness in the Sing night. Singing ooh, ah la 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 di day, ah la 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 di day, ah la 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 di day. Sweet the sin, bitter taste in my mouth. I see seven towers, but I only see one way out. You're fucked up, dude. And it's just you and a bunch of fucking dudes all stroking each other in Dublin. No, man, you're being uncool right now. Listen up. Watch this. You got to cry without weeping. Talk without speaking. Scream without raising your voice. You know, I took the poison from the poison stream and I floated out of here. (laughs) Okay, okay. Dude. The one Dude, thing I will tell you is that down, bro. when uh, 
Get the U2 is so overrated. Okay, what uh, what? What, about their, what about the last do you have their last album? I don't have their last album. Everybody got fucking jammed. Their uh, their last album was so shit. They gave it away for free and people didn't want it. Look, they're they I will admit now that they're a little too rich and popular. It's you can't look at the last thing they've done. Under a blood red sky, dude. Yeah, you go to the first what? shit. What? Yeah, the that's, first seven that's albums. The two albums Oasis did were adorable if you teenage girl. Okay. It's not shit for teenage girls. Come Some on, call it lad rock. What do they call it? Lad rock. Well, listen, bro. You're not allowed to make up your own genre. No, they didn't make it up. They were put into it. What is this? It's called outside. You think Captain Tennille said we're going to create yacht rock? Oh, yeah. But, you know, you can't compare. I mean, you two is... You, you know... I hope that when I Look, hope that when Oasis I hope I that when Oasis sees you two, if they walk by them, that they either They're friends, listen, well, no, but they need to cross the street, or they need to bow their heads and ask if they can get if they can get Bono and company um, some They're coffee, friends. some coffee, and clean the bottom of their sh- shoes. <laughs> right? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. You Oasis is one of the great rock and roll bands to come out of the 90s and into the early 2000s, for sure. One of the they great. were they were the pivot point. You could literally say they're the pivot point to go from Nirvana and grunge into alt rock. No, they're yes. not close it's to. True. They're not. They're not in the area code of of, of Pearl Jam. Of I mean, there's so many bands who just d- d- dwarf them, huh? After After Versus, what album do you love from Pearl Jam? Mm. Yeah, I'm not. There I'm not go. very musical. Right. right. There we go. That's the answer. Come you on, don't man. even fucking know. I do. <laughs> Come on, dude. I do. Give me the Give me the best bands of the night. Hey, you're being disrespectful. Of Fucking Pearl Jam. You like this shit. You've had a bad day. That was recorded by fucking Oasis. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, by the guitarist. Fuck you. Oasis is fucking great. Yellow Leadbetter? I never understand what he's saying, but I like that song. Yeah, it's great. I'm on the porch. It's a great song. And you said, I want to leave it again. Like, actually, unseated on a porch, a letter set. Then you said, I want to leave it again. Once I saw her on a bench of weathered sand, and on the sand, I want to leave her again. On a weekend, I want to wish it all away, yeah. And they called it, and I said that I'll go. And I said that I'll call out again. I don't know the words, but I love that fucking song. It's a great song. Make me cry. And I'm not going to knock it. I like Pearl Jam. No, no, and no. I like you, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, you know. I fucking love Oasis. Oh, oh, I know, but Oasis. First of all, that fucking name, huh? Okay, whatever. Look. The Beatles are one of my favorite bands of all time. I love them. Yeah. And Oasis constantly paid homage to them. Yeah, well, they're, they're a cover band. Of the, yeah. They're not a fucking cover they're band. A cover band. They're, not, they're not a cover not band. They're not even in the area code. You can't... If you said Oasis... I'm not a musician, but if you told any, any fucking musician, if you were like, oh, yeah, I mean, you got Pink Floyd, you got The Stones, you got Beatles, you got Oasis, you got, they'd be like, whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, what'd you just say? Back up, bro. Take Oasis out of that sentence. Mm, I don't. I don't know. And you'd get who? 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 Who, you'd get are these people, who are these people you're talking about? Fucking musicians that I know. Who? <laughs> believe me. Okay. Okay. Believe me. Na- I, know, oh, I know big yeah? musicians. Yeah. If you believe me, dude. Yeah. Name one. <laughs> huh? Name. I'm not. I'm fucking not in a court of law. <laughs> okay. I, I couldn't know think a few. of one. I couldn't think of one musician in that moment. Yeah. I know a few. 
Yeah? Yes. What do you know? I'm not going to say I'm not in court law. <laughs> if you could play one, one, one instrument, what would it be? be this. Yeah. Hi. This is an homage to Oasis. Hi. I'm your Wonderwall. Welcome to another episode of Flaccid. I'm from Manchester. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I'm not drink too much. They're great. They're still relevant. They still sell out. Well, they're not. Because Individually, they're, uh, as solo artists, they do very well for themselves. Look, dude, they're broken up, huh? The brothers don't talk to each other. They don't talk. That's a bummer to me. Yeah. That's yeah, people ego. want them to get together, but uh, part of me is like, eh. Who's the know, ego, boys? Get back together. It's not worth it to be that angry at your brother. No. I think it's that. I've been there. Though. I think it's the good-looking guy it. who's mad at his brother. Uh, they're both. They're both kind of pricks. They're funny, but they they seem they're, they're big egos. The two of those guys. Yeah. Big egos. Yeah, they were the biggest rock and roll band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that, right. that's what happened. She said, yeah. That's what happened. So they got popular. Yeah. And then they actually bought into the fact, they actually believed their own hype, which they actually started What do you mean believe thinking, your own hype? They sold the records. They backed it all up. Yeah, they they started, said we they, are this, then they became it, and that's and they the proof in the they, pudding. They, they were like, well, McDonald's sells a lot of hamburgers. It doesn't mean it's the best hamburger, you understand, bro? But they sell a lot of hamburgers. Well, I think we had an episode before where I proved that the Big Mac is pretty fucking awesome. Didn't like it. It doesn't, again, not even close to it. Pretty great. The new crispy chicken sandwich is off the fucking charts. Yes. Well, the crispy chicken sandwich from, are you saying yes, Pixel Joe? Yeah. The the McDonald's? Yeah. It is? Uh Is it better than Burger King? I like that Burger King one on a potato bun. Really? That was a tight cutlet. It's pretty good. That was a tight, disciplined cutlet. And a uniform breading that I appreciated. <laughs> I appreciated that and a nice and a, and, a, and, a, and a very tight, dry, white meat. And I like yeah. that. I like that on my chicken. Okay? <laughs> I also like my fish. I don't like an oily mackerel. I'm not a, it depends on your blood type. I'm not a big mackerel guy. I don't like an oily fish, you understand. Right. I like myself a flaky white fish, a Mediterranean sea bass or something like that. Got Langustino. It. I think that's called. Bran- branzino. Branzino. Like, I like a flaky white fish, you understand? Yeah, nobody okay. brought fish up. Okay, but I'm saying. <laughs> you brought it up. I, I was like, where, how did we get here? Bro, like, I'm just okay. saying. I'll talk Long John Silvers. No, 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 I know. But some people prefer an oily, a deep, a deep, darker, a darker oily fish, okay? And listen, it's got its nutritional merits. I'm not going to say it don't. <laughs> okay. But at the end of the day, I want my fish light, I want it flaky, right. and I want it, I want it lemoned up. <laughs> In fact, cut a ha- cut a lemon in half. Right. I hate fucking quartered lemons. Cut the lemon in half and squeeze out both sides of it, dude. Both sides. And I'll tell you something else about lemons. I want them without seeds. I want my lemons seedless. Brian, sorry. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it, too much. No, but it, you can't. Do they? Do they? Do they like make those? Yeah, they make uh, they make seedless lemons. No, no, they don't. Do they? They actually do. Do they? Yeah. What like Whole Foods? Yeah, for a while they flirted with they, making they square. They fuck with the genetics of it, and then they... yeah, they they flirted with and made square watermelons, what? and yeah, and I think square apples. They, they do you know why they did that for packaging purposes? Yes, they could package more of them. Classic burn. Classic burn. Fucking knew it. Good job. Ask me about the Sphinx riddle. I know the one. I know the answer to that. I don't know, Steve. No, I'm ready. No, no I'm ready. Already, no, spring it on me. There's another riddle. I'm fucking ready for it's it. It's another riddle I can give you. Can't remember. I'm bad with riddles. I'm bad with logic games. Yeah. 
Like I'm, I'm, I will fail. It's my speciality. Really? No, I love, I love I'm, when people no, say. Not at all. I love when people say, "Sin is my speciality." <laughs> I love the way English aristocrats say a speciality. That comes from Tim Curry in the in the movie Legend. Yeah. Where he says, "Dreams, dreams are my speciality, my lady." Oh, is that the dude that was in the red? Like the, yes. The, oh wow, Tim that was Curry. Tim Curry. Yes. Holy shit! Yes, and I, I stole that. that character and put it up on stage. And people always say, "I love that English character." I'm like, "That's great. Good thing you didn't see uh, Tim Curry in Legend because I'm basically biting his style." Yeah. But you know, listen. You know, I remember when I did a. Uh, I was the lead of a sitcom. I just, I just bid. It's just me, man. Just you. Yeah, just, just you. Me. It was just me. Well, sometimes I find that um, I get obsessed with a character. I get obsessed with, like, I used to do this thing about my father being a tyrannical piano teacher. And I, because I wanted to be, <laughs> I wanted to have a cruel tutelage. I, I wanted my, my memories to be of, of the cruel tutelage of my father as he lorded over me with a rattan cane. I was forced to play the piano until my fingers bled. I would make mistakes. My mistakes were numerous, and with my mistakes came came the rattan cane on my boy back. Again, boy! <laughs> my father would say. Yes, papa, I would say. Thank you for investing in me. Please don't give up on me. <laughs> on my boy back? On my boy back, my naked boy back. <laughs> my father would position the piano yeah. in front of the window that I might see the children of the neighborhood playing through my tears as I practiced my scales for hours. I would grow so thirsty my mother would bring me a glass of water. Anyway, I don't want to go through it, but the point is I became an amazing piano player. Hey, man, let's talk about that fish, huh? Yeah. Let's talk about uh, So not oily. If you could play an instrument, Steve, what would it be? Oh, God, the guitar. Really? And I would fucking play Oasis songs all uh, day in fuck. studio right here. And then I would you. John Belushi the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, if you're if if I were to ask you, the most paramount thing you you make sure to communicate and instill, if there's one thing your son takes with him into his adulthood, what is that one gleaming lesson that get you would get comfortable in change, learn how to learn? Yeah, I'm serious. There's an art to learning. And I find learning new shit to be terrifying and exhausting. Yeah. You know, this business we're in is changing all the time. And, and you know, you get to an ace, you got to stay relevant. Yeah. You got to know shit and you got to be moving in that direction. And my, my first uh, instinct whenever something's new is I, 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 I'm suspicious of it and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I want things to stay the same. That's probably why I'm more conservative as I get older. Yeah. And then, and then, but I don't know, man. I mean, um, I think one of the harder things to do is to surrender, let go and let God kind of shit. I didn't grow up right. with God, but I, I'm trying right. to get, I, I think I'm getting more religious. Like I'm starting to pray, mm -hmm. you know, I'm starting to at least just ask, uh, like, here's the thing that I'm, I'm realizing, like, as you get older, as I read, I've read a lot of philosophy and I've read a lot of stuff. And so you get a lot of information in your brain. Yeah. And what happens is you start you start running in a circle. I've had success, you know, mm -hmm. and I've seen a lot of people with who've had a lot of success, and and have, you know, put a lot of things in their brain. 
read a lot of stuff. It doesn't necessarily make them better people. It doesn't right. necessarily make them closer, get them closer to the truth. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they are realizing their full self. Now, so, some of the most successful people we know collectively yeah. are miserable. Yes, yes. Alone, miserable, all yeah. that stuff. Just as afraid and all that. And I think that might be where this notion that I'm going to go beyond philosophy, beyond mm-hmm. rationality, beyond math, and get into something called faith. Right. The idea that there's something bigger, that, that I don't have the answers, that I'm limited, that mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm, I'm going to lose all my power, I'm going to lose all my... Uh, the, the, the meaning of existence is struggle. Yep. You're going to struggle all the time with something. You're going to lose things. You're going to face uncertainty. Yeah. All that shit, right? And yes, you want to strategize and think your way out of it, create your way out of it. But you also have to kind of maybe accept that that is an inevitability and that right. you, I don't know. I don't know. Or, or, or and, and I'm looking for an answer right now, but part of it might be that there is no answer and you have to be okay with having no answer. I don't know. Well, the answer, I think, is dictated by the individual. It's whatever the answer it is that you're seeking, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, look, you know, there's a multitude of things I could take from that conversation just now. But even, like, you know, I had a conversation with my kids today, and I was explaining to them. I I had a nice phone call. I had something go through for me in terms of my career. And I I was just so—it's been four years I've been waiting for this answer, right? Yeah. And I pulled my kids aside. I said, I want to remember this moment and I want to communicate to you in this moment that the world is full of no's. Mm. Every door you go to, it's, it, it, 99% of the time they're going to say it's no. It's so true, dude. Perseverance provides the yes. Yeah. It's, you've got to have the perseverance yeah. to provide the yes. If you want a yes, just know it's going to be choppy waters, it's going to be fucking awful, it's going to suck. But... Ride out the storm. Hopefully, you'll, the chances will be better if you keep driving towards. Well, if you keep adjusting your approach too, right? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. It's not just driving forward; it's also adjusting your approach. Like right. you, you adjust at the at at you know at the at the sort of um, at the behest of pain. <laughs> this right. didn't work. That sucks. So and let me just readjust my approach. Right. Right. That that that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, there's many different, you know, it's all dependent on what it is that that is that you're going after, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But, but uh, in terms of faith, I will tell you this. I remember I was in New York City as a struggling comic, and and uh, I was just going to this to the cellar every night. I was doing the same sets. I was I was looking for an answer. I I got really down on myself. I was really kind of at a point where I was getting depressed, and I'm not a depressive type person yeah um i was getting things were just heavy and things weren't working and and everybody else was doing things and i was so young and i was looking in the rear view and looking to the side and the left in front of me and everybody's doing shit and i was just like what the fuck and i was so weighed down and as a kid i used to go to church every sunday with my folks and then i was walking uh by rockefeller center went to uh, i saw saint patrick's i was like yeah i'll just go in there and you know i'll light a candle i'll drop a buck in there and just it's beautiful in there. And I wasn't even thinking of going in to pray or anything. I was just like, well, I was just walking through Midtown, you know? Walk That's in. a nice cathedral, by the way. Beautiful. That's a beautiful cathedral. St. Patrick's Cathedral. So I drop a buck in, I light a candle, uh, and then I'm like, eh, just walk over and walking out. I was like, ah, just sit down. I sat down, pulled it out, uh, pulled out the, the little bar so I could put my knee down, and I, I just set up her. 
I walked out of there, and for I, I never forgot that moment. It was like it was like the clouds parted, the weight was off my shoulders. I didn't think about it again. It wasn't something I wanted to do. It's not something I was like, I'm going to church. I'm going to pray, and this is going to. It just happened. Yeah, it just happened, and I was like, whoa, that was great. So, anytime I've gotten to a point where things have gotten heavy, I've gone back to that process I've, I've i've been in a different city i'm like what's the nearest church i'll go and i'll just sit down i'll i'll get focused i'll pray for 30 minutes or whatever it might be and just sit there and i leave and i'm telling you nine times out of ten i feel a lot better yeah because a lot of times like when you go to a church which i never go into because i catch fire but when you go in there you, you know it's like <laughs> the water boils yeah the water boils but He's you, back. you walk in there i know and and but the thing is um there's something cavernous quiet you know, especially when you go to those old cathedrals. Yeah. It's unbelievable, man. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I, I'm looking at it as this. Like, we know that there's something called good. We know right. that, man. Like, just like just when your kids are well-fed and, and, and you hear them playing. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when, when you have done all the things you're supposed to do, right? Where, right. where, you're, where you're, your work is paying off, where you're... you're relationships are complete Mm -hmm. all those things some days you look and you go i feel great right and this is great this is good Mm -hmm. there's you know you could even say that politically like there there are i believe that democracy and and you know striving for equal opportunities and things like that and a world without prejudice these are better than a caste system for example sure right so we know that there are that, that there are objective goods and objective truths. There right. are better ways to live. You know, slavery, a society with slavery is not as good as a slave society without slavery. That let's say right. ob- obvious things, right? Yeah. So there is there is truth in one direction and good in one direction and there is there is evil and there is um brutality and um destruction in the other direction right and you could do the same with your life man when you do what's difficult when you run hills and you read you know things that are hard to get through but are enriching and when you really develop a skill mm-hmm. that's that's unique and and and, and, and original and you you realize your potential right. that's better that's truer to who you are and makes the world around you better than if you were to be in a corner shooting up all day Sure. And selling your ass to get more drugs, we, right. you know, that that way lies hell. The other way lies good things, mm-hmm. right? So, if you just were to keep moving in either direction, you can imagine the supreme good, and you can imagine the supreme bad, right? And I think that's kind of that's kind of my argument for why I don't know why I I I find myself at least entertaining and moving in the direction of the ancient wisdoms that happen to be not just based in logic and reason which is philosophy but also in faith so that that's probably what it is so i respect and i didn't grow up with any of it so when i when i see people who are religious you know it's like you were asking me about fighting the other day right or yes today actually and um well it's teach whatever what <laughs> you were teaching me your kung fu <laughs> yeah Course, you were teaching yeah. me how to fell, <laughs> fell an oxen, an yeah. oxen with one with one with an open hand strike, yeah. and I couldn't do it, master. But um, 
like when I watched Evander Holyfield fight Mike Tyson back in the day, mm -hmm. the dude had Holy Ghost power. The dude was singing fucking hymns. Yeah. The dude had Jesus on his side, and Tyson didn't. Right. Tyson didn't even have his trainer, Customato. Right. His custom Customato was long dead. So he was alone in that in that in that corner. And and Holyfield had Jesus. Yeah. I say what you will. You know, that dude, that dude had somebody next to him, in, at least in his mind, right? That's a power. I've always envied people who have that level of belief. Well, I'll tell you, as someone who's somewhat religious, you could also go to the other side because Kobe Bryant was literally at church, got on a plane, and fucking crashed into a mountain. Yeah. So it's like those yeah. are the moments where you're like, what? It's not going to save you like, from death. No, I know that, but it's just like he's there to give praise, to give thanks, and then literally leaving church and then you're in a mountain well, and, and, it, yeah. and it's over and it's like that to me is where you know I, I think atheists celebrate but as someone who is of faith goes wow wow how, how? That, that's that's the confusing element but then you go and you talk to a priest or whatever and in in terms of a terminal diagnosis or death or you know a horrible thing or you know all these things they always have some deep rooted well, it, it, religion exists because of that stuff. Oh, right. Right. I mean, religion is a blueprint for life. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. To, You're gonna yeah. fucking die. Nobody gets out of this thing alive. Right. Of course. So, 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 so that do you mean if without death we'd all be atheists? But the, the fact that you're gonna <laughs> fucking croak, you're gonna die, and it could be this fast, could be slow, right? And it could be whatever, and it could be right now, or it could be in forty years. Yeah. In your sleep, you're gonna have to fight for your life at one could point. Could be on stage. Could which be on has stage. Happened quite a bit to this guy. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the the, the problem with being a limited creature. It's like the Buddha. Some woman came to the Buddha. The, so the story goes and said, "I lost my son. Can you bring him back to life?" And the Buddha goes, "Find me one household that hasn't had suffering, and I'll bring your son back." All right. Yeah. And then. Yeah, and then she, too bad she wasn't around with me because she would have seen fucking winning. Right? <laughs> winning. Okay. All right. Listen. Well, we really did it, Brian. Look, you can have all the religion you want, but if, if you're not, if you don't have technique, you get knocked out. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> gotta yes. have technique. You gotta have the technique. And uh, maybe God helps you train a little harder that day or not give up, Steve. Okay, so shout out to G-O-D right now. <laughs> shout out to G-O-D. I'm not saying you have to be religious, but if you don't take God in your heart, you'll burn in a lake of fire. All right, and if you want to know what life is like without God, I want you to do me a favor. Take a big lighter, flick it up, and then put your finger in it. Put your finger in that flame and hold it there. And then imagine your entire body in that flame for eternity okay <laughs> and if you don't like that sensation if that sensation doesn't feel about right get yourself some god now i want to thank pixel joe for putting this that desk said, and wiring this shit out in the beach right here damnation. where i killed a where i slit a seal's throat where i slit a bull seal's throat <laughs> yeah i baited in a bunch of white sharks stabbed them in their fucking black as night eyes all right, so now they got to walk around like cyclopses. They can only see on one side of their fucking heads. And I want to thank that mermaid for giving me a tour of the ocean, of the sharkless ocean. Okay, so she doesn't have to be badgered by, by white sharks anymore. She can just swim around. 
So okay. rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, where, where and go to gonna... Anchor. Go to go Anchor. Anchor. Just give us a dollar a month. I need it. <laughs> we're not making any money, and we're not going to. We're not. I don't think we're going to get sponsored. Just, just fucking look. If you like us, what's a dollar a month? Go to Anchor and fucking pledge. This is the most. I could use. We, we could both use the money. <laughs> if you want another truth, I used to have money. Well, uh, we thank you guys. Obviously, you've got some tour dates coming up, Brian. We'll we'll be in Nashville together. We've got some live appearances coming up together. Yeah. I'll be at the Indianapolis. Go to BrianCallen.com. BrianCallen.com. Where, where are your dates? Steve Byrne Live? SteveBurnLive.com. Steve, um, B-Y-R-N-E. Steve Byrne. Go ahead and change your name. Um, <laughs> and uh, fucking, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm at CB Live. I'm at CB Live in Arizona. Copper Blues Live, uh, I think May 6th, 7th, and 8th. Just check the website. Mm-hmm. It's a great podcast. <laughs> great Funny. fucking podcast, dude. <laughs> great podcast. Ugh.